to the book of James chapter 5. James chapter 5. Have you ever been distracted? Dustin's laughing. Sometimes it's easy to be distracted, isn't it? And it's interesting as I was thinking about this, uh, this lesson this morning and uh, what I want to share with you tonight, I, I, received, uh, I received some text uh, or email uh, from the Jenkins Institute. Uh, this is a couple of brothers who have been preaching for many, many years, and uh, they help and encourage uh, preachers. And so I receive an email uh, several times a week from them. But the one that I received last night as way of encouragement for, uh, for, to preachers uh, before Sunday morning, it talked about being distracted. And it's so easy to be distracted with all the things going on in the world. And as we talked about this morning with difficulties, uh, Satan wants us to focus on those difficulties. And James encourages the Christians that he's writing to uh, to focus on something else. And so I just want to hit a couple more highlights that I were not, was not able to hit this morning. And then uh, Dustin will lead us in a song and then we'll have a closing prayer. And uh, then we'll uh, split up to our groups. Don't forget, um, if you go to Adam's class or you want to go to that class, Mike Harden's going to be leading that group tonight back in the banquet room. Uh, Ricky and Ben will be over here in classroom A2. And then uh, Roy and I will be right here in the auditorium. If you're going to stay in the auditorium, we ask that you will move down to the front so that discussion will be, uh, will be better and people will be able to, uh, to hear. And then we'll, we will have uh, <clears throat> uh, our young people will have a, sec a section in the youth suite, fourth grade and down, I believe. Uh, and so as soon as we finish, we want the young people to go back to the back and Tyler will meet them uh, in the back and, and take them to the, to the youth suite. Um, and they will stay there until our adults, until you're finished, and you go and, and pick up your kids over there in the youth suite. So look back at James chapter 5. I, I didn't really mention that this morning, but uh, the first verse, uh, verse 7, is really the focus that, that um, James wants to remind his, these, these readers uh, of. Therefore, be patient, my brethren. Until the coming of the Lord. That's the main focus. Being patient until the coming of the Lord. Have that as the focus. I believe Paul and some of the other uh, apostles had that as their focus. In fact, the scripture reading this morning was from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. For this very reason. Listen to what the Hebrew writer said. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, all those in chapter 11. And we can look back at all those in chapter 11. We know they were not perfect. Yet, they kept living by faith. If they made a mistake, they turned back to the Lord. They, they repented. But they kept moving forward and living by faith. And so, because we have this great cloud of witnesses to follow, uh, as an example of faith, do you want to know what it's like to, to have struggles? Look at these individuals. They all had different things that they dealt with. Things did not go exactly like they wanted them to in their life. And some suffered greatly. But because we have these great cloud of witnesses, the Hebrew writer says, let us lay aside every weight. We might say distraction. 
The things that distract us from the goal, from the purpose. James says that's being patient, focusing on the coming of the Lord. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us or entangles us or holds us down. And let us run with endurance. That's that, there's that word again. Uh, it's closely related to patience. With endurance. Enduring to the end. Running the goal. Looking for the goal is the finish line. And that's to be with Jesus. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross. Now, we talk about the return of Jesus, and James uh, talks about that, that that's our focus, and that's what we're looking forward to. For the child of God, that is a great day. That's not a day to dread, that's a great day. But the Hebrew writer gives the example of Jesus. Jesus also endured. He also endured knowing what was at the end. Knowing what, uh, what would be once He made it through this point. Knowing what He was doing and why. He endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And James says, in the face of difficulty. Remember the rich were oppressing the poor. They were taking advantage of them. Not even paying them what they were worth or what they, uh, what they even uh, agreed to work for. And James said, you be patient. You endure. You endure these difficult situations. You endure these difficult people. Why? What's the focus? Because I'm waiting and I'm looking forward to the return of Jesus. That's what keeps me going. That's what helps us to endure. And then there's another uh, phrase in here that I wanted to uh, mention because I didn't get to talk about it this morning. In verse 8, You also be patient, like the farmer, he says, establish your hearts. If you have a New American Standard Version, uh, or another, one, another version may say something similar, the New American Standard Version says, Strengthen your heart. Somebody else said, Take heart remembering, focusing on, realizing, knowing the Lord will reward the faithful and punish those persecutors. The people that are persecuting the world, in the world, they have always existed, they will always exist until the Lord returns. That's why James says you be patient, focusing on the return of the Lord. There's the reward. Jesus has made it through. The, the, the people of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, they have made it through. Looking for, you remember the Hebrew writer said, they were looking for a city that is not made with hands. That was their goal. And that should be our goal. And so uh, the New King James Version says, establish your heart, strengthen your heart, knowing that the Lord is in control. We didn't really talk about verse 12 either. And verse 12 says, uh, but above all, my brethren... Do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no, no, lest you fall into judgment. And most people relate this very similar to what um, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5. And let me share that with you real quickly. Matthew chapter 5 in the Sermon on the Mount. Dustin could quote it for us, right Dustin? Matthew chapter 5. Beginning in verse 34.
But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king, nor shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black, but let your yes be yes, and your no, no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. And so it seemed that uh, people would use these oaths to really take advantage of others. Take advantage of other Christians or take advantage of other people. And James is concerned with, don't worry about the oaths. Stop worrying about the oaths. Instead of taking an oath, speak the truth. If you say yes, mean yes. If you say no, mean no. And so our focus, James says, is being patient until the coming of the Lord. How do we do that? Pray. We talked about that uh, on several levels this morning. Pray. And then the final thing that we touch base on is, if someone wanders from the truth, go get them. They may not, they may not return. But our responsibility is to reach out to them, at least try, at least make effort, so that they know that they are loved. Um, Dustin sent us something today that uh, whether it's an erring brother or sister, or whether it's someone in the world, the message is to say, hey, God loves you and He wants a relationship with you. He loves you and He wants a relationship with you. Will you do that? If you're Aaron, will you come back to that? But our responsibility is to do that. Why? Because the whole focus is being patient until the coming of the Lord. We know the Lord's coming. And we want as many as we can to be a part of that great coming. Well, uh, I look forward to our discussion time. There are, as